Are you doing this work to facilitate growth or to become famous? Which is more important, getting or letting go? Kelly Butler is a former Winnipeg Blue Bomber, but he also played in the NFL. Butler now works with indigenous children in Winnipeg. Playing for a purpose, works with young people, providing mentorship and creating opportunities. Kelly, as a black man and a former professional athlete, how are you feeling watching all of this unfold? So what's going on, Big Mac? How are you doing today, baby? Hey, good. How are you, man? I'm always doing good. What we got on the show today? So on today's show, I thought we could take five minutes, kind of catch up on our week. And then there's some uh, kind of frightening allegations against the 25-year-old Houston Texans quarterback, Deshaun Watson. I thought we could spend about maybe 30 to 40 minutes breaking down what's going on with him. I'll read the article and we can kind of dig into it a little bit. And then at the end of the show, we'll let people know what's coming up. So in regards to the week, I find that I'm always doing some of the talking. I got to learn how to listen better. So for the audience, what's going on in your world, Mac? Uh, For me, it's been a really productive week over here on The Push, especially we've kind of got our new branding. We're trying out some new graphics. and I think we're both really excited about that, as well as just trying to keep up with my own uh, weight loss journey as well. Um, Kelly's encouraged me to, you know, do a couple push-ups every morning, do crunches, nothing crazy, and uh, really been starting to go for walks too. So how does that feel, you know, kind of going into this with, uh, you know, just a, a game plan, especially, you know, with the the push, you know, and, and the production size? Because in these last couple of weeks or last week, we, we've elevated our game. You know, um, I think it's important for the audience as we're doing the check-in to, to understand as you start competing, some of your teammates step up and Mac, you've really stepped up. Can you kind of explain what you've kind of done for, for us and also kind of what was the urgency of doing that? I guess, you know, we kind of took a look at everything we had done up until uh, kind of the end of March and we both kind of decided like, you know, are we both doing as much as we can to help the show? And I decided like, hey, let's just try some new graphics. Let's start doing some video. Let's get it on YouTube. So we're a bit more visual. And uh, we, with the addition of Stuart Schragert on Coach's Corner to bring a different perspective and a more fun vibe. I think we're just putting a lot of pieces together right now that I think make a really good, well-rounded um, show that you can listen to every episode. And I think that's really important to the audience is you're starting something, you got to take chances. I mean, one of the things is when you go into being your own boss or you become an entrepreneur, um, if you're not able to open yourself up or allow for opportunities to grow and come back and with Stuart and Coach Consilla and different people that have you know been on the show, it's being able to find that formula that fits the right pieces and also has that chemistry. So from different perspectives, you have to take chances. And I think as we organize your day and your ability to communicate, I think it's really important. You know, when we look at your business, your, your goals, your, your lifestyle, who are you talking to? Um, and in who you're talking to, what's the feedback they're giving you? So, so Mac, as we looked at each other and we had these conversations, how was the exchange coming from me um, as a coach to you, um, you know, initially, uh, how, how was that, you know, your interpretation and, and your own, you know, ability to, 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 to take action? I think people that know you know you're one of the best hype men in the business, for sure. You always come at things with a lot of encouragement and just making people feel like you know, this is our thing. We can take chances. We can make mistakes. And at the end of the day, it's me and you who are accountable. And, 
you know, that's kind of freeing in itself that we can just try things. And if it works, awesome. If it doesn't, oh, well, on to something new. And that's the biggest thing. Don't discount your show. Don't discount yourself. For so long in life, you're going to be discounted. But when you try and buy something that's a luxury piece as a car or a watch or a nice restaurant, they don't give discounts. So when you look at certain things, you can try things out because you're trying to make sure you have a quality product. We're not being gimmicky here. We're being very real. And it's a very safe space. And, and in this journey, um, as, as vulnerable as I am, sometimes I, I, don't, I don't hit my mark. Like, and I'll be the first one to say, as we kind of talk about, you know, you know, when we try new things in the social media platform, it's the push with KB, which is our podcast. I have playing for a purpose. I have four sisters and we share the space. Like I try more things on my own social media platform. And then I'm very safe with some of the other platforms that are our business platforms. Cause Max been very, you know, uh, the, the voice of reason as I used to, as we call him. And what I'm trying to figure out is, is sometimes as a new person, trying to be real, trying to approach other celebrities that are people, I get put in situations where I'm like, you don't know how to do it. And, and, and I apologize in advance to some of the women that I've gotten blocked, not intentionally trying to go out there and send pictures or anything like that, but I'm trying to get your attention to be able to have me on the show. Being a single man that's also a professional and also being a black man and trying to use social media is extremely challenging. So as I come to you on your social media page, I ask you as a man, yes, I find you um, and your energy attractive. I want to connect with that to get to know you and how we can connect. Now, if I'm tagging you and it would be much better if like, hey, I'm not interested in working with you or, but when you see the page and then you block something like that, it's like, I don't know the next step. I make mistakes as a man. We all do. And, I, and I'm okay with rejection on either side. I'm okay with the rejection. If you say, Hey, we don't want to work with you. Or I'm not interested, but just communicate that. And just like, but if you want to block, that's fine. Also, I'm just trying to do a, find a better way. I'm not trying to tell women how to do anything. I'm just trying to find the best way to approach celebrity women with a new startup podcast to have us on the show. And I want to apologize because I got blocked from some people. So I can't like, like decay Adams. I thought she was the dopest chick in the world. I got blocked from like, how? Like you were looking at my page, I'm doing my push-ups. Did I take my shirt off? I tagged a lot of people and I was trying to bring awareness to equality. It's like me having my shirt off brings so much more attention from certain demographics. And then, you know, as a woman in sports, I just missed the mark there. You know, I missed the mark. Like I, I try and tag Candace Parker and she sees it, but I don't know what I'm asking for because she's a female in women's basketball. I see um, the Baylor coach. And I'm like, man, that's an amazing job of being able to just hold your squad down as a female coach, uh, a predominantly black team as a white woman, and they lose. Um, and your star player gets injured and you're very kind and, and, and consoling. Like, I think your two female athletes are superstars. So I reach out to them on their social media page and they acknowledge, hey, there's uh, Kelly Butler, Kelly 44, 444. And I try and reach out to Didi um, and... Uh, I call them the twins, basically the twin towers. Um, you know, they're just, they, they're, they seem to be like Batman and Robin, but they're the dynamic duo uh, of basketball, Tim Duncan and David Robinson. And I try and reach out to them because I'm like, I feel like you guys are so much to offer. I don't want you guys to make the same mistakes. And I actually want to hear your conversation. Like you're empowering me and inspiring me as being a dad. I'm just an excited dad to talk to other women. I'm like, Hey, my daughter might think you're cool. I, like, what was, what, what were you going through? 
I, I think, you know, I think what might happen sometimes, Kelly, is these people get tagged in so much stuff. And the second they get a tag and they're like, oh, what's this about? It's just like, just block it. You know what I mean? I don't think it's personal. And, and, and thank you, because you, you don't want to become a stalker. You don't necessarily know the other side. And somebody might be having a bad day and they never look back on the situation. And, and Mac, I appreciate that because I want people to sometimes, A, bring up a conversation and understand it from both sides and a moment of clarity. You know, when you have a moment of clarity and you see that, I'm like, man, that, that, that could happen. You know, maybe that's, you know, hey, this guy, I'm not sure. You know, like you, you're, you're a very prominent female. Um, maybe block the guy. You know, I think that's the safest thing until you do know him. Um, has he reached out to you? You know, be careful. We, we don't know what's going on. And it's unfortunate, Mac, that this day and age that we have to block as a woman, have to protect themselves much more. Yeah, 100%. And speaking of women protecting themselves a lot more, on the check-in on Friday, um, you and Stu had kind of brought up Deshaun Watson, the Houston Texan quarterback, who it was kind of like coming out in the news that he had a couple allegations against him for sexual assault. Well, I found a really good article on theguardian.com that kind of goes over everything. So I'm going to read it, and then we can get your opinion on it, okay? Houston Texan quarterback Deshaun Watson, who's accused of sexual assault and harassment in lawsuits filed by 21 women, is being investigated by police after a report was filed regarding the NFL player, official said on Friday. So we had kind of heard rumblings and now it's official and now we know it's 21 women. In a tweet Friday, the Houston Police Department said that a complaint had been filed with the agency about Watson. As with any allegation, the Houston Police Department is now conducting an investigation and will not comment further during the investigative process, the law enforcement agency said. Watson's attorney, Rusty Harden, has called the allegations meritless and has questioned the claims made against the NFL player, alleging they were made following a failed attempt to blackmail his client for $30,000. His attorney said, we welcome this long overdue development. Now we will learn the identity of at least one accuser. We will fully cooperate with the Houston Police Department, Harden said Friday in a statement. We'll skip ahead a little bit here. They did provide description of what uh, Watson had done to them here. The women in lawsuits filed in the state court in Houston accused Watson of exposing himself, touching them with his penis, or kissing them against their will while he got a massage. At least one woman has alleged Watson forced her to perform oral sex during a massage in December. All of the women who have sued Watson are either licensed massage therapists or worked in a spa or similar business. So Watson basically is denying everything. He's saying he's being blackmailed for money from these 21 women. And uh, some pretty serious allegations. Kelly, I'm really curious your opinion on the whole matter. Uh, first and foremost, I got to acknowledge the courage of the women to come out. Um, I, I think it's it's extremely uh, encouraging. Um, to go up against the that magnitude of a man, especially when you look at the high profile of him. Right. And I think it's to explain again, this is the hot shot new quarterback of the Houston Texans. He's 25 years old and he was drafted 12th in the first round. And when you say hot shot new, he's like, I would say to, to, to tag on there, he's been there. So he's the franchise quarterback. Like right. so, we'll just, so when we say hot shot, he's been there for a year franchise. He's this guy, of the future, and they want to sign him. So, the way that this individual has been portrayed to the media um, and, and, and from as an athlete, especially an African-American athlete, 
you want to get behind somebody that's the leadership of a quarterback, uh, a black quarterback, because somebody's a good player and seems to, to do all the right things and check off all the right boxes. Now, when, you, when I say that, first and foremost, what looks good on paper is not always good on film. So when we hear these um, allegations, and I don't like the word allegation, these are actually reports, these are documents of, uh, of factual evidence to, to, to break down how much of the evidence is accurate. Now, this is evidence. So of the evidence, how much of this evidence is substantiary and how much of this is credible evidence? So when we look at that, I say kudos to the women, you know, because you're going to be categorized, you're going to be called certain names by other women. Yeah. And you know, the, the interesting thing I thought anyway, was that his attorney actually said in his statement, now we will learn the identity of at least one accuser. Why does that matter? You just, you just hit the nail on the head. Initially, there was a lawsuit of $30,000. There was a lawsuit there. So now this is ego. And this is where men make mistakes. Like if you make a mistake and there's a lawsuit, You've done something wrong. You have to embody and embrace. I overstepped the boundary. You disrespected me. I'm sorry. I, I, I need to go to counseling. I have, I've made you feel uncomfortable. This is not my intention. If my intention was to make you feel uncomfortable, then you've accomplished that. So, Mr. Watson, was your intent to make her uncomfortable? Yes or no? So if your intent was not to make her uncomfortable, then you need to apologize about that. But first and foremost, Deshaun Watson, let's be very clear here. You're not getting any discounts today on the show. You have gotten massages throughout your college career at Clemson, which is a very high profile college. You've gotten professional massages before Deshaun Watson. You are an adult. You're 25 years old. You're in a man. You're a starting quarterback dealing with a woman behind closed doors. And now who's more at risk here? The person with the towel on, that's, what's his stats? Please look up his stats for a quick second. Look up his size and stats. Or the woman that's massaging him that's being asked to do certain things. 6'2", 215 pounds. 6'2", 215 pounds. Yep. So are, these are all women that are, are, are that he's making that? Yes, uh, that and, and not just like five or six, 21 women have 21, filed a lawsuit. 21 women. So my question to this is, Deshaun, why don't you get a man to massage you? Just hold that thought. Why didn't you get a man to give you a massage if all you wanted was a massage? Now, does that deal with your masculinity, Deshaun? Do you have impulse control with men also, Deshaun? Because I got to ask the question, why? If it's just a massage, maybe get a man to massage you. Maybe you get a man that likes men to massage you. Maybe you might not have 21 complaints by women. It might mean you have 21 completions by men. Get a man to massage you and ask him if he'll do the extra for you, Deshaun. Because my question here is, as a man that has four sisters, that my sister went into kinesiology, you went to get a massage. And you preferred a certain type of person at the massage place. You said licensed professionals. Yes, this is these are these are not all the women who have sued Watson are either licensed massage therapists or worked in a spa or similar business. So spa or similar business. So you're having Deshaun Watson come in here that's highly profiled. These are probably very 
high profile environments. They have the credentials. And then last but not least, let's just not leave out the athletic factor. They might be attractive. So Deshaun Watson being himself is going into these environments. And now that's not what they signed up for. You went in to get a massage. What does this woman have to gain that works in a massage? She's a licensed massage therapist. She works. She would already have lost her job, her code of conduct. Like Deshaun, if you threw 21 interceptions in one game, would they leave you in the game, man? Like as a black man, as a man, you have, you have a problem. As a dad, I want to, I don't feel comfortable and I, I don't feel safe for my daughter. And I think it's very important that as a dad, I see him as a threat. As a woman, I see him as a threat. Well, Kelly, as, as like someone like me who, you know, when I've gotten massages before, that thought has never entered my head to take it to that bad level. But as a, a man, a white man who just tries to mind my own business and be a nice person, people like this kind of piss me off because they give people like me a bad name. First of all, you're just right. For being a man. You're right. You follow the rules. You're probably the person that keeps your hands where they're supposed to be. You're more nervous getting the massage like because you probably don't get massages yeah. because you're like, yes, hundred percent. You're probably self-conscious about your body. You're getting in shame. Like, yo, you should probably go get a massage. You're like, what do you mean, Kelly? I'm like, yo, dog, just, just put on a towel and they're going to be pretty cool, man or woman, and it might feel a bit better. And then just go to fucking sleep and just shut up or have a conversation. And it's okay if it feels good. And sometimes your penis gets erect, but just have self-control and move the fuck on. Like, that's like normal shit. Like, like, you know, it's like, I'm sorry. Like, it's like, all right, it's like kind of the first time. Like, just think about something that you shouldn't like having cold showers, cold showers, <laughs> hear me out. And I'm going to be very, I'm not giving a discount today. It's okay to have an erection when you're close to somebody you're getting massage, change your thought. The blood flow will go somewhere else. And then the erection will subside. So just because something feels good, you should have enough self-discipline to change the thought. Think about the opposite of that, or at least try and control it. Like, hey, can you just take a second for right now? You know, it's kind of first time. It's awkward, but I, I ain't never done this. I'm sorry. Like, you know what? Here's some water. Take a second. And then at least it's just honest. You're like, like this is your first time doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if that's the case, then get a man to do it. Just to go out there and just really be safe for both sides because you don't like men. Do you, Mac? No, I prefer like I don't. If I walked into the room and it was a guy, I wouldn't been like I wouldn't be like, no, this ain't happening today. But I'm but saying like I, I see your, what you mean from, from your masculinity perspective. You 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 identify as being straight, yes or no? Correct. Yeah, I, I identify as a straight male. So yep. if you got a massage from a straight male, then you're getting a massage. You're like, all right, I'm just getting a massage, right? Yes, yeah, just business and it's the same if it was a woman this we're here she's there to do a job you but know? it's not the same because if she's attractive you're, you're going to be attracted let's just be honest you're like if if it's just a massage and the woman is attracted to you're like all right man hey i don't care whoever shows up shows up now if the hot girl comes in there like oh man i gotta kind of close my eyes here because whoa dude you're a little bit too hot to be giving me a massage i, I this is you know a, a version of something and you're like i'm just getting this from my shoulder or I'm sore. So like, if you're not actually getting a massage, being sore and really getting a therapeutic massage and it, you know, you, you're going there for a reason you're getting, you're working out. So you're earning the reason to do that. And I say that because athletes get massages. Massages are not a bad thing. I think it's important. Your insurance pays for it. You should take care of your body and being a massage therapist. And when you deal with athletes, 
I'm going to talk to you the whole time throughout the massage. We're going to have a fun interaction. It's going to be back and forth banter. I'm like, yo, how'd you get into this? I'm not going to lie. I love the spa, like massage music, like that relaxing playlist they play. And and, and Mac, and let's go back to the, the, the beginning of the point. Men are ruining it for men. Yeah. Like, let's, 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 let's not miss that. Like, I, I make mistakes. I've been reprimanded. I've been, you said, Hey, I'm not interested. I've been turned down. You know, I, I've said things to women that aren't, I, I like been rude and I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm divorced. I'm going through a separation. I've argued with, with Megan, but we're really good right now. And I can say that and go to sleep because I have a daughter. Like, I'm like, yo, dude, I made mistakes. Like, yeah. Like that's why I'm, I overemphasize taking accountability for things that other men won't. I'm well, not and going- I think that's that's a big thing is like you you're willing to look at your past and be like, yeah, I, I fucked up, but I'm a different person than I was 10 years ago. But even then, like you got to be careful how we frame that. 10 years ago, I never got an inappropriate massage. You know what I'm saying? I went to inappropriate people and paid for that service. Let's just be very clear. Um, it's, I'm, I'm not discounting the show, but I'm saying I've gotten massages and then I've gotten services and they both gotten tips, but I knew what I was looking for. I knew at some points I'm like, all right, I want to go get this. So I would ask my teammates, so they're like, yo, this is where you go to get this. I'm like, I want to get a really good massage therapist. Well, this is my massage therapist. So what's happened is he's burned bridges for a bunch of people though, because the organization now is now tarnished. And I want to walk a very fine, fine lines. Like the new hotshot, you were correcting that statement that's turned into the franchise now, this franchise person is a detriment to that community, you know, to the capacity of what he's doing there, as was to the capacity of what Evander Kane was doing here. Uh, in your opinion, then, as a former NFL player, what should the Houston Texans do, or maybe in bigger picture, what should the NFL do when something like this comes out against a player? First and foremost, before you go get a massage, now we have to make new policies and procedures to Sean Watson. If you get a massage therapist, she needs to be registered under the NFL body. So she needs to have, she has to have her protection first. So if you're going to massage athletes, you need to be recognized by the NFL. So the NFL needs to pay you, or at least you need to be sanctioned as an NFL agent, NFL massage therapist, first and foremost. Now, because of the massage clause, we have to rectify the rules. If at any time there's a civil or a criminal, you know, complaint brought up against a person, that's a minimum of four games. Second of all, you got another four games because you got to go to treatment. So you got eight games worth of treatment. Then you got to go do volunteering. So you got another four games. Then, shit, where we at? Four plus four plus four, 12. You got four games left in the season. You can go back to jail and talk to, to sex offenders. And then after your year of probation, hopefully you've redeemed yourself and you can come back and get put back in the draft and see if you get redrafted. And if you don't get redrafted, then you can go the fuck away. Should it be more zero tolerance policy? Yes, it's zero tolerance. Equality is zero tolerance. Yeah. If, if your wife is a massage therapist or my sister or my daughter, and I like to make it close to home, but... Everybody that has a daughter, just hold that breath and think about, do you really love football that much to sacrifice your daughter? Is this Game of Thrones? Is this King Arthur? 
Like we're sacrificing our daughters for our own entertainment. It's just like, it's barbaric. Don't get cute. And I'm not going to discount the show. If that was my daughter or Drew Brees' daughter or Stuart Swagger's daughter, come on, you know what side of the ball we play on. You playing with fire. And I'm not trying to be rude here. In Houston, you playing with somebody's daughter, Deshaun Watson. If you had a daughter, would you be comfortable with the behavior that you presented to her? Deshaun Watson, if you had a daughter, if another athlete did what you did, would you be okay with the circumstances? Deshaun, here we go. Let's play the game with KB. I'm going to go out there and pull the mask off. Have you ever been molested, Deshaun? It seems like somebody that abuses control, that's always in control and abuses problem. At one time, did a coach touch you? Why do you hate women so much? Or why are you abusing women because a woman didn't protect you? I think Roger Goodell needs to step down, to be honest with you. Like, I got a major petition to have Roger Goodell step down and have the first female step up. If, if you really want to shake the narrative of sports, no man's going to be mad if Michelle Obama was the new general manager of the league. Besides white men, besides the owners. We don't want another man in there because they're all owners. They're all men. So, hmm. Y'all want to play games? Michelle Obama should be on the admissions board and Jay-Z and, you know, LeBron uh, and Venus, Tom, obviously, Tom Brady should be on the selection committee for the future of the league. And then they should select the next commissioner. And then they should have the players have a vote on who the next commissioner should be, not just the owners. And then the players should be smart enough to put their money away and be like, yo, dude, either Roger Goodell does better, which he's not. We bring somebody in that does or the league itself collapses. But if we keep putting out these big broken products that are raping and pillaging until what you put them in jail and then it becomes overrun, you're just perpetuating the problem because the problem is discipline. Deshaun Watson does not. He hasn't been disciplined. And, and, and Deshaun Watson probably wasn't loved. And if, in my opinion, he's probably been molested. It's like, man, Deshaun, to add insult to injury, and once again, to the women that spoke up, I'm sorry. As an athlete, I am sorry. You know, with Deshaun Watson and the narrative of the situation and the social tension of being so egotistical and narcissistic that 21 women have filed a complaint on you. You decide in your brilliancy when you've had interviews on ESPN to show how smart you are and how well you can read defenses and how cute you can be with your words. I ain't going to discount this show. You decide to go put on your social media one of the most famous international porn stars and play basketball every day or yesterday? Like, that was cool that she dunked on you. Like, uh, 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 a big-time porn star. So it shows now, after 21 allegations and then like 183 other people that have said he wasn't. Where's your mom at? Where's your sisters at? Where are women that know your character at? Where are your aunts at? So Kelly, do you now that it's 21 women that have come forward, do you think he knows he's doing something wrong deep down? He, know, he wants this to be over. He wants to go out there and blow it up for real. This guy over here, he's like, man, I'm living a fucking lie. He's like, I got away with something I shouldn't have got away with. So he's like, man, eventually that one's going to come out. So he got away with something that he shouldn't have. 
a long time ago. And, you know, he just knows he's guilty. He's just waiting in the wind. Like, you know, you throw a pass that shouldn't have got through and he keeps just kind of living in that. And it becomes a, a pattern and it's a predator, you know, and in that environment, you have to know that that response of the reaction of your interaction, because you're the, the franchise of the team. So I look at Deshaun Watson as somebody that's a quarterback that manipulated the situation. And then all of a sudden goes out there and says like, yo, the, if there was a camera in there and there was audio, would you be saying the same shit? Did you feel pressure from the Detroit Lions and the NFL as a whole to conduct yourself in a certain way when not on the field? That's the problem. They don't teach you how to conduct yourself. Like that was mm. the biggest thing is they, they like in order to be able to, uh, to have an effective organiza organization, you have to protect internally. Um, and, and I look at what the NHL has done. Um, they've isolated themselves, um, especially with uh, Sid Crosby. Perfect example. When, 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 when uh, Mario Lemieux was playing, Sid Crosby left in his, lived in his basement um, and was able to kind of teach him the ways of the wise to be the franchise in the future. Um, and, and that's just a known thing in the hockey culture. So when I look at the overall environment of this, I, I think it's the ability to make sure that these people, you know, these this product, because you're a product of the NFL, you've just been bought on a contract, um, is insured. And the security isn't for the athlete, it's for the community. You know, uh, the security and the psychological evaluation and the therapeutic process of the ongoing trauma before becoming an athlete, I think there needs to be a diagnostic test as they become an athlete and a constant check-in and also just constant supervision as a study table. So like your freshman year in college, you got to go to study table. You have these coachings, that same incremental system off the field needs to be your first year. So if you're going to get $2 million, well, I'm going to spend $4 million of financial literacy and protection to fix all the problems you had before because you've never had this kind of money. So I got to reinvest and reteach you how not only to be good on the field, off the field. Okay, Kelly, two-minute drill. Why don't you give us your final thoughts and what you'd like to see come out of this situation? I want to empower women to keep speaking up. Um, as a black man, I want to be able to support you the best way I can. As a man, as a father, I want to be able to help support women that have necessarily hadn't had positive experiences with men and be, and be a protector and understand how to do better. Um, as a man talking to another man, I, I've been in situations where I've had to fight men that um, have raped women because a woman's told me that I had to go fight a teammate of mine. Now, in that circumstances, I will always come to the rescue um, and stand up because somebody has to. In that being said, as women, make sure you, you, you unify. Make sure you, you have a woman's code and you protect each other. If you, When you have the courage to come up, I support you and I applaud you. I, I really do. Um, and as a man, I think we should be behind our women. That's why I was very much so behind the, the women's basketball, because as women, you know, one in three women are sexually assaulted. That's not the case for men. It's like it may be molested or taken advantage of, but actually like, sexually violated at a certain that's a age. horrible stat one in three wow. one in three women have been like sexually assaulted so um and at some point and and, and, and it's just scary that the, the mindset i never go into an environment worried about if i'm naked um the only the most time i got violated was i got my vasectomy you know saying i got people white wipe with my balls and doing all this I'm like yo this feels kind of violating i'm like but it wasn't bad though. It was just very professional. They weren't like, oh, yeah. they, they didn't they didn't romanticize it. So it was just like, this is how we're doing it. It was just like a car wash cut. I tried to lighten the mood. And that was a vasectomy. That was the only reason they were playing with my my peas. 
you know? And I think hold him accountable. And I'm sorry he's a black man, but hold him accountable for men, for athletes, for me as a man that's trying to do it right, for you as a man that's is, 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 is mad and reluctant to even want to step into an environment that should be rewarded for the results of losing close to 50 pounds. You should be excited about going to a spa and getting a couple's massage. So I would encourage you to get a couple's massage. And if you're getting massages and you don't know what to do, the, the most romantic thing to do is either get a couple's massage or the safest thing to do is to get a same sex massage, get a massage by the same person and call it a day. Um, I, I think that's, that's it. Um, this is a safe space uh, for women and men in, in, in this environment. It's starting to peel back the layers to make it safe to talk about these things in these situation. I've been on both sides of that as far as having people violate me. Um, I've also, you know, inappropriately made kind of like as far as trying to push forward in social media. I'm um, saying, hey, and I've had girls say, don't call me again. I'm like, okay. I have to acknowledge there's boundaries. Yeah. And I think to say again, uh, Kelly has a vast network of people behind him. So if you need help or you just want to talk, you can always email us at thepushwithkb at gmail.com. You can go to the website uh, listed on our Instagram, or you can DM us there as well. And uh, we'll help you the best we can. And on the, the way out, and I'll give me about a couple seconds, for, for, for women's basketball, I want to say thank you to the coaches, um, men, but especially the women's coaches, the way that they, they've been coaching, you know, and from Baylor to South Carolina uh, to the new hire for Katie uh, Gerald's at Purdue, very, very encouraging to the superstars that they played in the moments that they really gave it all in environments that they never had to do. It, it was so poetic. Um, but, I, but I really want to take one moment for Arizona, the Wildcats. Beating UConn, first and foremost, is iconic because it's, just, it's a, a perennial powerhouse in women's basketball, especially now beating UConn and being the number three seed and they're being the number one seed um, and then and UConn having the number one player in the, in the country. She's, she's so good. Paige is so good. And she smiles and she comes across as like, so like just innocent, but you know, she's, she's cold. And then on the other team for Arizona, they had this point guard was so fast. I was splitting points and just, it was special because she was looking at her dad and you saw just a woman. I could see my daughter being that moment of saying, looking up just to say like, I did it. And then I want to congratulate that. I want to encourage that. And I want to say thank you to that coach because there was moments when, you know, the male coach went to more discipline and, you know, destructive behaviors and, the female coach went to more kindness and compassion in these same key moments. And a team just carried themselves so much better. And when I look at leadership, I'm like, your women in big time moments just seem to carry themselves and care the way they shake their hands after the way the women interact with the male coaches, the male coaches might not play the same way. And I just respected that. And, and as being a dad, I want to protect that environment. I want to support that environment. I want to be able to, you know, bring awareness and have these, these, these amazing women on the show. And I also want to remind, you know, the men in the most positive way, like there's a reason why I have my total and permanent disability. It's easy to get a hold of you guys. 
as an athlete, it's easy for me to get a hold of you. I just want you to resonate that and being a daughter. I'm not the dad you got to worry about, man. I'm not the dad that you got to worry about until you do something to my daughter. There's a lot of ex-athletes that have daughters and no daughter should have to be worried about her safety going on a date or doing her job, whatever that is. She still needs to be respected. That's my moment of pushing out of here. And my Mormons are, you still need to respect the woman's voice. Still need to listen to it. And we need to go out there and persecute this man because the numbers don't lie. Persecute this person. Because it seems like there's enough quantitative data that says it's there. It doesn't seem like it's manipulated. It doesn't seem like it's just misleading. It just seems like the quantitative data is there. If you're a statistician and you look at his play-by-play person, you talk to them, you break it down the film, you break down the environment, you ask the individuals, he needs to be criticized and he needs to be held accountable. And I know we got to get out of here and it's 421 because I got to go do something that most people shouldn't do on camera, which is just <laughs> blow you a kiss. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm blowing you guys a kiss because in these moments, thank you. Thank you for being able to be here. Mac, take us out of here, man, because you, you, you are um, – you are the producer of the show and you're the person that cleans this up when it's going too, too long or too short. So I'm gonna let you go out there and finish this off today, please. Hey, thanks, Kay. And uh, yes, thank you to all you for listening. Um, we had mentioned a couple episodes back now, we're gonna do a $500 GameStop giveaway. That's still going on. Hope to have that up on Monday on our Instagram page. So keep an eye out for that. Also the new episode of The Push out on Tuesday and new episode of Coach's Corner with our boy Stuart Swagger out on Friday. We're, we, we, we will get Maggie on the show. We will get yeah, Maggie. Yeah, we've never the- seen Maggie yet, just Bo. Maggie is so cute. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and I'm not even a French bulldog fan. Please, guys. And Mac, I want to be able to have social interaction. So Mac, this is your ability to teach the audience how to socially interact. So this is probably the part that we're going to see this week. For the listeners, thank you. How do you, we, we, we need your help. We want to have you interact with the show, leave comments because we're building something right here. Mac, how do we get these guys to interact? And and once again, remind them of what the prize package is again, please. Right. So the best way to get in touch with us is on our Instagram page, which is at the push with KB. And this week we're going to have a $500 GameStop giveaway. So if you have a gamer in your life, um, maybe it's your husband, boyfriend, uh, maybe even your girlfriend or wife's into gaming. My wife loves playing Pokemon. So it's for everybody, really a GameStop gift card. So, and you can leave comments. I post fun little clips of the show. Let us know what you think, honestly, because it's kind of hard when you're out here flying blind. Like we want to, if you're into it, let us know. If you don't like something, let us know as well. So we can give you the best content we can give you. Exactly. And in moments like this, I come up with these magical moments in my mind. We'll play a guess who locally. We can bring people on the show and then not show who they are and then support their local businesses and give away certain things. We want to support you guys. So when we talk about Mona's, she will be on the show. We talk about um, the Fort Gary. Ida Bell is a good friend of, uh, of ours, uh, of the show. We talk about local um, eateries. You know where I eat it. I eat at Joey's all the time. You, you, you know that. You know, I eat a brazen. I eat a 529. I eat a keg. You know where I shop when we did our teacher's initiatives. So I want to say thank you. We want to say thank you because what you're doing is not easy. 
these moments that are going through and people are keep bringing up negativity. We still want you to still be positive and push for betterment because we have kids. And sometimes we have to be encouraged by moments or monetary things. So if I'm able to be able to remind you guys better is coming and Mac is pushing towards that, that's why we're doing this. But we need you guys to communicate with us. We need interaction if you really want change. We need you to use your voice and we'll push forward, but we got to hear you talk to us. We got to get comments. We got to know. So I'm pushing out of here. Mac, say something peaceful and nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, hope everybody's having a great Easter long weekend and COVID and everything. Make sure you stay safe and uh, wash your hands. Wash your, like, who does, like, I don't know, man. Easter egg, man, for kids, man, have fun. You know, like, like that, the biggest thing in this part, um, and Mac always says, like, make it feel good at the end. Kids, have fun. Eat some candy, make some mistakes, lose some eggs, but have some fun, man. Like, and don't overheat in an Easter egg contest. And, like, for me, that pissed me the fuck off. I'm, I'm going I'm to go for two seconds. If I had, like, 40 eggs and I could only find 39 of them, I'd be fucking pissed. But I know because it'd probably be 420. I wouldn't even know where I put those fuckers. Could you imagine not knowing where you put your eggs and they're like, oh, I put some real good fucking candy in that one. And like four weeks later, like where the fuck is that egg? And at? you would find it and it's melted to shit. And wow, I still, wow. I still <laughs> eat that fucking egg too. So on that note, be careful what you put in there because it might melt. You find it 15 minutes later. But mm, you're going to eat that dog. I know you are. If you see a melted candy bar that you put in there five days later, you would eat that. Oh, I'm eating it. You're right. I'm eating it. All right, we push it out of here, man. Peace. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Weekly Check-In on the Push with KB. This week's outro song comes from a band called Time to Talk with their self-titled track, Time to Talk. Hope you enjoy and have a happy Easter. Won't you say why you're stranger now? Your eyes escape from mine when I sit you down. Don't you feel like we're holding on onto a fairy tale? The magic's gone Been months Of buffing the bushes And faking the butterflies Wake up Yeah, I'm kicking the castle down Ooh, yeah I think it's time to talk Ooh, yeah I think Losing time